Hey awesome nerds and welcome to another episode of D&D and TV, the weekly podcast where we rewatch and recap shows that we really enjoy and talk about how the themes, concept and characters could be used in different role-playing games, most notably D&D. I am your host Jeremy and I'm joined by... Nina! G'day. Oh, I can't believe I just yelled my name like that. Sorry, that's real weird. Um, but you hi. remembered your name and that's the important thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. It's easily forgettable. But um, but hi, my little nerdy nerdy brethren. Welcome to the wonderful uh, wonderful show, which is us talking about Star Trek for a good hour and a bit. <laughs> yeah, over that. Although I suspect there'll be less to talk about uh, for this week. Yeah, I, I, I think we're a little bit divided on this episode because I, I guess, comparative, uh, comparing them to the, uh, the previous episodes we've watched, didn't mind this episode so much. But Jeremy has a very different take. No, I, I was bored. Well, the episode we're talking about, because we are talking about Star Trek The Next Generation, we are talking about episode yeah. five, which is where no one has gone before. Uh, directed by Rob Bowman, uh, written by Diane Duane and Michael Reeves. And in this episode, the Enterprise is ordered to undergo a series of tests that propel the ship to unfathomable speeds. <laughs> yes. Which, now, um, this is 100 Yeah, 100%. It's a Wesley episode. We'll just get it out there straight off the bat. It's it's a web... It, it's a web... <laughs> It's a web. It's a Webley. It's a Webley episode. It's a Webley. It's it's a Wes uh, Wesisode. Oh fuck! I was going somewhere with that. Um, my brain smushed them together and. Was Does that mean it's going to be about tech and um, babble and techno babble? Techno babble. Oh yeah, like tabletop games, maybe. Like you know, uh, um, a Will Wheaton episode, maybe. No, uh, oh, that's yeah. uh Yeah, I, Will, yeah see, maybe. Here's the problem. I really like Will Wheaton, and I don't mind Wesley most of the time. Uh, I mean, you know, when he's not inciting up. mutiny, but um, just yeah. this episode. <sighs> yeah. Something about him just, just pinches you the pinches you in the wrong places. That's, yeah. a, that's a phrase now. But yeah, okay, I get it. He's, look, it's definitely one of those episodes where it's like, Wesley, the gifted boy, the gifted child, the prodigy. The, he's uh, so special. The, he's so special. Son of, son of God. Like, practically, he's, you know, you know he's, he's I, hyped up. He's... Uh, the guy fucking praise <laughs> him fevered, with great praise with great praise like the fevered dream kind of like passion in which that like the the traveler dude was like talking about him it's just like oh okay cool he's a mozart get it Ooh. this I did feel like a fever dream honestly this whole episode felt like a fever dream but honestly, i don't mind it so much i think comparative i think some of the acting, oh, i'm not saying it in um, a bad way i'm saying that that's what it it really like evoked in me <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get that. I get that for sure. Someone, someone's fever dream is is yeah. about traveling aliens that just exist, and we don't really ever see them again, except for that one other episode that is also about Wesley that we found, we looked up before. Two episodes uh, actually, but yeah, both about Wesley. Super episodes. about Wesley. Oh my god. My goodness. Anyway, I found right. it. I did find it interesting. Just um, before we really get into. The oh recap. yeah. Yeah. Um, Diane Duane and Michael Reeves are actually best known for writing kids shows. Um, they oh, no did, way. Yeah. Oh. They did a number of stuff, Batman animated series, um, Dino Sources in one case. Uh, but interestingly enough, Michael Reeves was one of the writers on, uh, the original Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. No way. Really? Oh, yeah. That's dope. That's yeah. so cool. And I oh, think, I think this might've actually been their first adult television writing credits i think they might have done father dowling mysteries as well um, okay okay for everyone who remembers the father dowling mysteries like i do and <laughs> i 
I think the and it's interesting that they never did adult television again. Like it was not. I think they did like one or two episodes, but they never really brushed into it again. And that really strikes me in this episode. That yeah, that is they interesting. were kids writers and it's an episode about the kid and about how great he is. And a lot of the stuff that's going on doesn't matter or make sense. Yeah. that Yeah. I have to agree. It's like, it's very Wesley focused. Like the whole episode is yeah. really about, you know, what his, his issue with Picard, like how we've seen in previous episodes briefly how Picard sort of uh, doesn't really t- want to tolerate him and it's kind of about their relationship and I guess Wesley earning his trust in some way, mm. some weird way. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's definitely it does, a very kid for, for sure. It, it matches that style of kids episodes that were around or kids television that was around at the time where it was the kid knows better but the adults don't listen. And yeah. at the end of the day, they kind of realize because, you know, you, you're important and you understand. It's kind of like E.T. as well. But I feel that this was probably a time when Star Trek, they still weren't sure whether it was a kid's show or whether it was an adult show. Like, they knew it's it was young, space yeah. and stuff. But, yeah, they knew it was space. They just were... I think they were always framing... Because I don't get the vibe that... I mean, I do... So I'm just thinking about the say- choice to bring in uh, children's writers is what I mean. Yeah, but like it's it's children's writers from the perspective of like still adult TV. I feel like yeah. there's still there's still adult themes and you know connotations and stuff. Uh, and I, I think generally the show was meant to to sort of be more for adults or or even young adults. Uh, and Wesley was supposed to be the younger character that could have sort of brought in you know the younger crowd, being like, "Ooh, isn't this bad? Isn't this fun, guy? Look at space." And then kids in space. There's kids here. There's kids cool in kids space. Kids in space. There's cool kids who, you know, are smart and like, you know, know better than the adults sometimes. Isn't that and sometimes Wesley meets them. Sexy. And then like also there's Riker in the background fucking someone. Like there's just this. <laughs> it, it's, I, feel, I still see it as like an adult show. But yeah, I think yeah. this is definitely a, a kid focused, but from the perspective of like a younger like younger adult like you know yeah. maybe leaning more towards that where you because it's also about you know the main crew or the head crew what am i saying the crew the main the uh the bridge crew the, the bridge crew it's really about like the bridge crew kind of learning to accept wesley and learning yeah. to trust him a little bit more yeah uh or for whatever reason but been interesting yeah, i didn't I, know but yeah find that i find that interesting about the um the, the kids show writers coming in and writing and then never writing adult <laughs> yeah never write uh, well i'm sure they do yeah. i didn't really go through their bio their um filmography in that much detail just looking at the titles but yeah they did gargoyles um oh with... that's crazy that's awesome oh gargoyles what a show gosh i gotta yeah. rewatch that that's a, that's a really good show uh maybe we'll do gargoyles in a, a future series because it is it would be amazing uh, but let us talk today about where no one has gone before and start the recap, which is going to be interesting because my notes are not as as detailed as they usually are. I was having difficulty bringing myself to care about a lot of the the minutiae <laughs> of this episode. It was just things yes. happen. Yeah. For reasons? Because. Uh-oh. Yes. I, I definitely found it hard to, uh, to yeah, to write notes about this, but I think it was too 
I, but even though I didn't find it, I just, I mean, I, it was more of a background episode. Like I just kind of had it on the background yeah. and I got the main sort of plot points, but I, I straight up, I thought Kalinsky, oh, Kaczynski, Kalinsky, Kalinsky yeah. no, sounds like a colonoscopy. I don't know. It does. Kalinsky. <laughs> Kaczynski, the actor who plays him, I thought he was great. Really good. Uh, I think, oh yeah, he was fantastic. Think, Is it Stephen? I think I want to say Stephen Camel. I've, I've closed my, my notes. Definitely uh, someone Camel. He's good. He's, he's yeah. Uh, Jeremy looked him up, and, and uh, he, he's he's very cool. Very good um, character actor. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, he is kind of a almost the set. Well, there's probably like three focuses in this episode. I feel there's Wesley, there's the Traveler, and there's Kaczynski. It's like these are the three, the trio that we get the most character development from. Not so much the Traveler, yeah. but certainly the other two. Um, but yeah. the idea it- is that. There's, as they said, there's going to be a series of tests, like the Enterprise is meeting up with the Fearless um, to take on board this warp drive expert, Kaczynski, who's been improving the warp drives of all these other ships. Yeah, but he's been doing it in like a really weird way. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this methodology that he's like using? Like, it doesn't yeah. really make sense. Kind of like, yeah. it's non, non, it's not logical, nonsensical, kind of like whatever. I, I find it interesting that everyone that, that it was kind of okayed, even though it was proven to work. Like nobody really understood why, and they were just like, "Oh, well, let's just do it to all the ships." Then <laughs> this guy obviously knows what he's talking about, even though he has no idea. Uh, this is kind of yes. how I feel Starfleet operates and has for like all the time. It's like we don't really know how this works, but it does. So let's not poke it too hard in case it stops working. Yeah, but then you get just genius, like you know, genius engineers like um, like LaForge and 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 Wesley, I guess now, uh, who, yeah. who kind of like why why though why does this? Um, and even what's his face, the um, the main engineer or the head engineer, chief uh, chief engineer. Wow, yes, he's in here, which is oh, on this episode, which. Uh, I find I find interesting because I like kind of like tracking their I guess uh, <laughs> their other stuff. Like, yeah, their other stuff, and also like the structure of like of how because like later later like way later in the seasons like Jody LaForge becomes chief engineer, and I, I like figuring out like the process of him kind of like you know getting there, getting to the point of chief. My bet is he had to make a lot of applications and fill out a lot of um, forms and uh yeah. prove to himself and have a lot of interviews with picard and the usual bureaucracy <laughs> i find it interesting that you're following the the support characters as it were because that's who they kind yeah. of are that the actual star trek adventures uh, rpg that is built into the game that you oh. have you have your main character that you play and then you create mm-hmm. a couple of support characters as well who oh. might this is so you're not the the party in inverted commas isn't the same always the same ones to beam down onto a planet or have to fix a problem you can go okay so this is my supporting i'm head of engineering and i've got like four supporting characters who are secondary engineers or ensigns or something so i can send them down onto the planet because i've got to stay here and fix this and yeah that's kind of who these this is what argyle is this is what was it mcdougall or douglas or something in naked now the um the, yeah, who seemed I mean, to be the chief engineer then yeah and now suddenly she's not there anymore like did she get assigned to another ship like what's going on i think on she quit that? after the the naked now incident she quit she asked for reassignment because like fuck that shit like <laughs> that was a whole mess 
Yeah, so um, you've got these supporting characters and you can kind of make them up on the fly if you need to, but you can keep bringing them back each time as well. Mm, and it yeah, really starts to yeah. build out this this ship's crew. Cool. I like that. That's great. Yeah, yeah because really cool. it definitely happens in the show. I, I just found it like I, I purposefully like went back and tried to like, find details more about like yeah the uh, chief uh, engineer and assistant chief engineer because i just i just find it that kind of stuff really interesting but anyway yes so, so um Riker is not happy that the tests are going to be going on in this ship because according to him all of the specs that are getting sent through are just gibberish and data's like yeah they're gibberish i have no understanding <laughs> of what these things do I don't understand your concern, number one. They're not authorized to make any alterations in our engines. According to Starfleet's report, they will simply run tests on different ways of entering warp speed and different intermixed formulas. Where's the harm in that? It's the specs Kaczynski sent us. In my opinion, sir, they're gibberish. Gibberish? Mr. Data, would you explain? Sir, we put Mr. Kaczynski's specs into the computer and ran a controlled test on them. There was no improvement in engine performance. And how do you explain? Starfleet's report that the same tests on the USS Ajax and on the Fearless over there resulted in a measurable increase in propulsion. Our engines are new, sir. Top condition. The tests on those older ships may have simply been to straighten out some engine inefficiency. Yeah, even Data's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and Picard's like, yeah, but they already worked on two ships. Mm. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Riker does so, point out that, this, that the Enterprise is a new ship, and those were old, shitty ships, so it's not that hard mm. to get them to increase... Their warp drives, if they're um, if they're old, when we're at the top of the line. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. I guess that yeah. makes sense enough for the episode, but like, yeah. So Riker being super skeptical, Picard is like, okay, we'll go meet Kaczynski um, when he beams aboard, and uh, along with his assistant, or this is mysterious assistant that we know the nothing assistant. about. I, I, I like that Picard kind of does this is like well if you're so upset about it you go down and meet him it feels like a little bit of a punishment for sh for for complaining so much yeah, yeah it's kind of funny a little like backhand to Riker be like all right bitch well fucking you do it you're yeah. the second in command do your job bitch Picard's like these are our orders we're just gonna do them just they're yeah. orders you follow orders yeah but even Picard like questions questions some things like yeah. for the for the sake of the ship like he wouldn't just purposely i feel like i don't know it, it seems sus and, and you know if you're second in commands being like this is sus you'd be like oh maybe it's a little sus uh, he's wearing the yeah, railroad guess, hat to get the plot started yeah it's 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 yeah it's a plot plot pusher for sure yeah. it's picard we're gonna use use, use this trade of picard to push it along but um but yeah it's, it's just funny i like uh, that um that Riker's like could i take counselor troy with me to, to meet and I was like ooh taking your girlfriend are you <laughs> finally fuck he gets like every chance he gets to ditch her <laughs> it's nice to finally see him be like oh actually this might be this might be a good time to bring on Troy uh, being an yep. empath at all um, finally using fucking logic and not just his dick to move <laughs> stuff. Guess Look, that's going. not fair. He's using his heart a lot of the time. He's like, I can't be too close to her because of my feelings. But also like ambition. Like I can't be close yeah. too close to her because of my, you know, ambition to be a captain. I'm going to be captain. My... Yeah, I'm going to be captain. But no, captains can't have lovers. They can't that's get right. in the way. Can't they definitely the can't way have my... someone who serves on the same ship as them. Oh, Beverly. Beverly, Beverly, Beverly. <laughs> no, uh, so that. they go down to the beaming station and we get to meet Kaczynski. 
um, played, as I said, the by the amazing, I want to say Stephen Camel. They beam in oh. uh, with his. Oh, they beam in. They beam <laughs> Sorry, in. Sorry, I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that Katsuki's like, take me to the captain. And yeah, fuck like, I'm, I'm the first officer. You can say anything to the captain that you say. Anything you say to me is like saying it to the captain. He's like, oh, well, it's probably too complicated for you. It's like, dude, he's such a dick from the very start. I love it. It's so well done. It's like you're meant to dislike this guy and you do. <laughs> he's such a dick. It's like he's so loud and arrogant. He comes straight up and starts talking about like NFTs and how great they are. Yeah. And how, like, stock <laughs> Such a stock, bro. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And then he's just like, fucking plebeians wouldn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? I love the way he describes uh, yeah, then- a lot of the stuff as well later on, where he's just like, he has no real words. It's like, it's a thing of beauty and it's amazing and it's this thing and it really increases the innovation. And I'm like, those words don't mean anything. It's like speed, power, dominance. Like, These are the things so- that humanities strive for. It's like, what? Yeah. It's, it's it's just, it's like, yeah, it's like a TED talk. It doesn't make any, like, it's just him saying words at one point and people are just kind of side-eyeing each other and being like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> it's uh, it's wild. But, um, but yeah, that's basically his whole thing is he's loud and arrogant and just like Troy and Mike are a little bit freaked out and confused yep. Uh, yep. and pretty much just like storms off towards the direction of somewhere, yeah. I guess. No, they, yeah. they head yeah. off to engineering. They're like, all right, cool. We'll go straight to the engines then because you can't see the captain. But when um, <laughs> when Riker asks Troy to get a read on them, he's like, well, obviously, Kaczynski's a dick. Uh, but I couldn't get a sense of the assistant at all. Like, I couldn't, like, he wasn't there. Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. fuck. And Jeez. then credits. Convenient. Like, we've mentioned cold opens before, but usually they've got that wham line of... This yeah. is what the episode is going to be about. So it's like, oh, immediately we know the assistant is going to be important. Yes. And He's there's a... always that quick spin of like whoever's, you know, character they're on at the moment. And then like, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. and then, yeah, long kind of quick pause, suspicious look. So we know that, you know, we know the traveler is going to be something. Something's up with him. He's just, but is he's he a threat? Fuck. Oh. Mm. Do, but I find this interesting because they don't know much about that species, right? Like that nope. species really is mentioned. So, so, so why do they just let him on and around? Like, has he? Like, I, I mean, it sounds a little racist, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who this species is. I don't know what darn nabbit they gonna be doing on this well, ship. Isn't that Starfleet's uh, one of Starfleet's things? Like, they're supposed to meet new species and study them and like assimilate for i don't want to use that word because it'll be an issue later yeah. um, but then sh- wouldn't, wouldn't have kaczynski have just been the assistant in that case wouldn't it have been like more about like oh we have this great because then i feel like then it would have made more sense to be like oh we have this we've met this new species this new guy and he's like you know giving us all this cool information and we don't really understand it but here you go but I he seems like to then- work for kaczynski so obviously he just goes everywhere with kaczynski yeah, but like, what the fuck? Why? I don't. <laughs> Why? So many questions. Guess, Never yeah. to be answered. Yeah, very confused. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, okay, sorry to, to there's digress. A, uh, there's a lot uh, of plot holes in this episode, and I think we've just fallen in a, one. There's quite a few, yeah, it kind yeah. of gathering. 
Gathering on the mantle, but um, but yes. I mean, this is actually how warp speed operates. They just fly through the plot holes into the next scene. It works really well. So, um, so in engineering, we go uh, yes. to sorry. Yep. Okay. And then where Riker is questioning Kaczynski about what he's going to do mm-hmm. and the formula of what what it is, and yeah. Kaczynski's like fucking wouldn't wouldn't understand. Fuck you, plebeian. Fuck you. And then he's like, uh, eventually, he tries to explain it um to to Riker and i think who was the chief engineer argyle the the chief engineer who's also very yeah argyle argyle seems like more willing to give it a try but he's also like don't fucking touch my engines yeah (laughs) i love it he's so protective Mm -hmm. (laughs) i feel like every every engine like chief engineer we've met is like super like yeah protective over the engines and like please don't please don't fuck anything up please my baby Mm -hmm. my precious children (laughs) i'm gonna fix this if you break it because I know yeah. you won't. I think um, another reason why we know not to like Kaczynski is that he immediately dislikes that Wes is in the engineering section. I know. What a telltale sign. Like, geez. Um, he's definitely he's definitely one to watch because fucking anyone who hates on Wesley, guys, we've learned. We're learning. Picard's learning. Everybody's learning. Mm-hmm. Wesley's the golden child. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the 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 assistant <laughs> starts to notice this as well because yes. he's putting in the calculations because he's the only one that can do it. That humans aren't fast enough. Like we'll get data to do it. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell, we've got aliens on the ship. But anyway, he's doing it, and Kaczynski's just kind of talking in the background, and Wes is just like, "Ooh, what is this shiny sphere on the screen?" Um, yeah. and seems to notice that there's something wrong with it and the assistant changes it and Wes is like, but what if you tried this way? And I'm just yeah. like, Vonderkind, yes, you managed to point at the screen. Well done, Wes. But also I love the special effects they've used for it because it's just like this trippy, like weird, like line, uh, old, like, like fucking, you know, the like old like 90s. Like yeah. Yeah, this weird 8-bit, like, like 3d like sphere thing like some i don't know it's fucking i can't think of a good way to extract but it's basically this neon like weird inverted like like circle business on on a screen and wesley's just like oh maybe if you tried it like this and he like he's just he touches a couple of buttons and then it like starts doing something else in different colors and Mm. the traveler is like oh fuck this child oh my god no don't fuck this child (laughs) no don't fuck this child but like wow (laughs) this kid is amazing he just made it do another kind of cuddle like fucking wibbly wobbly he reversed the polarity he was growling the engines oh my god maybe this would be closer to what he means yeah oh god so silly oh it's like some trippy nightclub trap like visual like it's some weird like <laughs> it's not even a readout it's like some sort of weird 3d model that yeah, they just created like, they just like with the cool super technology of like the late 90s or no late oh, 80s oh, late 80s yeah uh, late 80s early 90s um, almost troll levels the only reason like Wesley is there to begin with in engineering is because he's working on a school project yeah <laughs> he's just hanging out there uh yeah. being a nerd and then like starts bugging this guy like staring at whatever he's got on the screen and then like it's really rude like, wesley really rude uh, it is pretty strange i mean like he should know better by now like just chill bro just like sit down just focus on your work like, don't yeah. get involved 
<laughs> but no, um, he, and he does. Kaczynski's mad about it as well because he's just like finished his big in, his big um, explanation of what everything is, which doesn't actually mean any words. And Riker and Argyle just don't care. They're like, all right, sure, whatever. And Kaczynski's so mad. He's so mad about it. And this you can tell because he calls Wesley boy. It's like only Picard gets to call him boy. Sometimes I was Wolf. Say, that's, fucking, that's Picard shit, man. You don't get it. Yeah. You're not calling Wesley boy. Who the fuck are you? It's, Picard it's, only gets that because he delivered his dead. dead dad to him. It's like, that's not. I'm, that's delivering dead dad speak right there. You that's can call right. him boy when he delivered his dead dad to his mom and been like, there's your dead dad. But like, if you don't, then you have no, no cause to call him boy. Fuck you. <laughs> But, uh, but still, I, he's a believable ass and I like him. Yeah, um, it's good. They do start the test. Um, they go up to warp 1.5 and then up to point to 4, to warp 4. I don't know. I can't tell what the warps are. They go fast. <laughs> uh, I think it's 1.6. It goes up. Just numbers it? go up. Yeah, <laughs> sure. they go to 1.9. Well, I know they eventually thing. get to warp 10. Yeah. Oh, they go past warp 10 and it's like that is so fast i'm like all right yes it is a number uh, like okay sure um oh, right, right. and then something starts to go wrong was, nine is like the top that they can go and then you know passing warp 10 is like a fucking big deal like huge yeah. like massive massive yeah. burst of speed it's that kind of thing um, where it's theoretical but we don't go past there because it's it's really yeah. hard to do um 100 wreck the ship or we think anyway but yeah so it's a big it, it's a big fucking deal Sure. It seems like something's starting to go wrong. Zinsky's like, fix it quickly. And the assistant does, but starts to fade in and out of like starting to phase out of reality. As he's, mm, he's just kind yes. of rubbing his hands over the, the console. <laughs> yeah. Another like very, very cool effect for the eighties. It's just like this, this almost like crackling TV static, kind of like phasing yeah. in and out. He's there that is not there, but the only one who sees it is our boy Wesley. Our boy Wesley. Like, he's like, I'm what looking, is going on you know? over there? Yep, yep. As, uh, yep. as this stuff goes in and out. I wanted Oof. to talk about this idea of you or tests <laughs> and things in RPGs. Um, because oh, yeah. I think this is a really great way, or just the idea of having to test these things as the characters. Like at the baseline, this is a scientific test and should be really boring. But mm. I like that idea of making it almost adventures like hey i've got this really cool new item magic item that i'm going to give to you adventurers and go out and test it go and see what it does ah that's a great idea yeah that's really cool it, it gives it gives like it gives them something new to do um that like theoretically doesn't really have much like many consequences but then, like, what if the test goes wrong? What if something yeah. happens? What if something explodes? What if you accidentally open a portal to a different dimension? Like, ooh, drama. Like what, if, what if you get given a, like, a phaser or something and you're like, go, oh, cool, we need to go test it on those cows. And it actually turns the cows into giant monsters. You're like, great, yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to fight those monsters. <laughs> or figure out a way to change it back. It's like, it's a really good way of creating an adventure for them. And, and it's also a little bit, yeah. you can limit them as well as a as a game master you can be like okay what you normally do is this but maybe leave all your weapons here to start with and go out with these crappier ones because i need to test yeah. them and you'll get money you'll get other stuff because like there's an incentive for it but let's see what you can do if you're not if you don't have your normal tools at hand yeah 
yeah yeah something something out uh, like out of the ordinary and odd happens and there's no explaining it except for well we need to get it back to you know the the guy the professor who was working on it or something to, yeah. to get his yeah, get his feedback get get it working again or, or better, yeah, you've got to take the professor yeah. along with you and he's got to do the test in the field and ah. it's like we've got to go to this really dangerous cavern where the only the rocks are the only things or the these are the only place that the rocks that he needs are found and you've got to protect him while he builds this machine and does the test while all these monsters are coming out of the the thing because they're attracted by whatever sonic sonic um waves are getting created by his experiment yeah that just reminds me of like that instantly reminds me of like timer or like times like battles and in, in, yeah. um in games <laughs> Yeah. I fucking hate those. Could you go to protect? Oh, like protecting. protecting escort the quests are the worst, but as a oh. as a game designer, escort quests are the yeah. best. They're the best. They're awesome. They're so they make they make <laughs> them think, and you don't have to do anything. Them. You just got to keep them alive. It's like great. I'm just going to keep throwing stuff at you and make it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a scale, linear scale. Uh, but yes or you can have something like you know in this episode where you just get thrown into the middle of, of space yeah. uh however many years light years away from where you started yeah and you have to find your way back which is exactly uh, what happens like picard's like let's reverse engines we're going too fast and they just stop and they position themselves and they're like we're in the next galaxy over like we're nowhere near where we started and I think they say yeah. that even at maximum warp, it's going to take 300 years to get home. Which is fucked. Like, that's, 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 wow. What's like 2,700,000 light years? Like, yeah, something like that. It, it's wild. That's like, that's even further. I don't, so, what, in, what galaxy did they say that they were in? I think LaForge um, mentions it'll bring. I think they're the M33 galaxy. M thirty three doesn't have like yeah it's wild that's that's farther than um that's farther than the Voyager team one I think they oh I, I think it is it originally because yeah um they only I think went in five light years because they're not they they're no longer in the Milky Way galaxy which is where all of the no. the Star Trek adventures take place because space is big you guys um yeah and they're like they're not they're not at the next galaxy over the galaxy past that. So they're yeah. a long way away. And I think that in Voyager, they end up in a different quadrant that just hasn't been explored yet. So they're still in the Milky yeah. Way galaxy. It's just really far. Yeah, same galaxy, but different quadrants. So they're like, they're in the Delta quadrant, which is 75 light years away, which yeah. still, still don't want to do that. Like it's, it's yeah. a long time to try and get home. But, uh, but yeah, like fucking what? So this one's like 300 years. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah, um, which is why episode where no one's gone before, guys. It's, uh, it's we're true. Gonna, we're gonna, gone. So it's, it's the name of the episode. It's what's happening. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I do so like this pretty- element of this pointing out how fucking big space is. I feel like that gets lost sometimes. Like, yeah. even even in Star Trek, where you know, like all of these amazing like race, like species, and like you know. Uh, different different planets and like it still gets lost a little bit but like moments like this where you're like oh oh we went far <laughs> we yeah went they went light really years far. away yeah. <laughs> really far and we don't have the technology to get us back which like most of the time like the federation the federations are like the the savvies like the tech savvy nerds mm-hmm. like they're the guys who have like 
the one up on everyone being like, we can do these things that you can't boogie boogie. But, um, but yeah, not in this case, <laughs> in this well, case. Even Picard starts to send a, like he sends his captain's log. He does his thing of like, this is what's happened to us um, and sends it back. And even that at will take 51 years to reach Starfleet. 51 at max speed and maximum warp. This isn't maximum warp. This is just sending a message via radio oh, that's waves. That's right. That's right. And data is like, that's, they're gonna, it, it will reach the star base in 50, oh, what is it, 53 years? 50 years. something years. Yeah, and Picard's like, shut up, data. As I've already informed my crew, a phenomenal surge of power during a warp speed experiment has sent our starship hurtling out of our own galaxy and past another taking us over 2,700,000 light years in a few minutes. Message on this has already been transmitted to Starfleet, sir. Which traveling subspace they should receive in 51 years, 10 months, 9 weeks, 16 days. Mr. Data. Sir? Shut up, shut, shut up. up. We don't, need, don't need to know. I don't need to know that. I know we're fucked. No one's coming to get us, Data. I love it. But then like, yeah, so Kaczynski and Riker and I think the chief engineer Argyle um, come up on the bridge and uh, Picard's like, what the fuck, guys? You what? you said you said this was a... Kaczynski's <laughs> like, stoked. He's... he's so happy. Yeah. He's like, he's I like, wanted to make a wonderful, a... incredible mistake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a mistake, a wonderful mistake. Um, he's super excited. He's like, He's claiming he's like, you know, broken like, you know, the warp barrier because they've gone over warp 10. Um, and it's, that's, that's going right. to be like a biggest history going down in history and how like Picard should be so excited because it's like, you're the first, you know, the, the Enterprise will be the first ship to go down in history is going over warp like 10 and everybody, he's thrilled. He's fucking yeah. heat. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but everyone else is just like, oh, oh, okay. It's a long mm-hmm. way. It's a long way from home. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> skewed yeah it's like Picard even says what's the point of exploring if you can't get the details back home and tell people about it yeah I mean fair that's a fair that's a fair call but like there's some like other other note like people coming in giving their opinions like isn't data data's data's like well I mean like we could we could look around while we're here I mean like where do they rock up next to like some dying star or something or a proto star a proto star, so a star just about to be born, and mm. it would be a great chance to make some, you know, scientific discoveries and get some data. Some yeah. data. Data's data, all about data. the data. Data's all about that data. Yeah. Um, I think Picard. <laughs> who else does he ask? He probably asks Worf, and he asks Geordie, and he asks um, Yah for some reason. Uh, Yah's also there. Yeah, and Yah's there. The, yeah, essentially, he decides. How about we figure out if we can come home first? And then if we can, then we can come back and study later on. Yeah, good idea. Sensible idea, I think. Yes. That's, that's good, pretty wise. Good thinking, Picard. Good thinking, Picard. Ah, I wonder who's the captain. What a smarty. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, then they want to have... We get, we get a day. moment with Wes and the assistant. Um, oh, yeah, the assistant. the assistant seems really cooked. sick. Like, yeah, he's really he messed he up. <laughs> um, so he's talking to the assistant and he realizes that the assistant that the assistant himself has been like doing the upgrades, you know, so-called yeah. upgrades all along. And that Kaczynski is literally just a joke. Like Wes realizes this before anybody else. Uh, mm. And like, you know, reveals that to the, to the assistant and, um, and pretty yeah, much. He's, he's asking yeah. like, obviously everything that Kaczynski was saying was a joke or is like ridiculous, but Wes yeah. like, but, but some of it kind of made like, 
I sense some part of what was going on. And it's like space yeah. and time and thought aren't separate. And the assistant gets really mad at him about that. Is Mr. Kaczynski like he sounds a joke? No, it's too cruel. He has then some small part of this. That space and time and thought aren't the separate things they appear to be? I just thought the formula you were using said something like that. Boy, don't ever say that again. Especially not at your age in a world that's not ready for such... such dangerous nonsense. He's like, you're too young to be saying... Don't say that. Don't say that. Especially at your age. Like, yeah. okay. The world isn't ready nah. for space and time being thought together on the one sentence. It's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> it's, oh, it feels Oops. so new agey right now it gets worse but yeah look i'm i mean i, I it's still better than the last two episodes we watched i'm not i'm just gonna True. put it out there i'm i'm still enjoying myself at this point i'm still okay. like okay yeah just <laughs> everybody it's cool <laughs> yes yeah, peace and time let's not talk about it go wesley i'm i'm impressed young man uh we, we need yeah, to he... um we need oh, i forgot oh. what i was gonna say Oh, yeah, see, Something, yeah. oh, that's right. What we take away from this is that the assistant is sick. That it seems to have made it oh, um, difficult That's for the main, yeah, the main vibe. It was really hard to move the ship through time and phase in and out yeah. of something, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, he basically is just like, Wesley, the world isn't ready for you thinking about, you know, outside the box in such a kooky way about time and space. So don't four even dimensions. Four dimensions. Whoa. Whoa, dude. <laughs> Uh, so when they try to do the, the test again, uh, Kaczynski is talking mm -hmm. about how amazing everything he's done is, uh, but Wes goes to Riker and is like, Hey, um, something's going on. And Riker's got, fuck off Wes, go away, Wesley. Yeah. Immediately. Riker's like, I don't have time for this shit. Fuck off. And it's like, Oh, okay. But like, we've learned that Wesley's a pretty switched on kid by this point. Like yeah. he, like Riker should be paying attention. Like, he should be. Riker, yeah. Ri so Riker is Riker? holding the idiot ball honestly he he's is. doing it so he yeah it's not even just the idiot ball it's like the grumpy idiot ball he was grumpy at the beginning when like kaczynski was coming on board he's he's grumpy you know when when shit was phasing in and out and he's grumpy now he's a little grumpy boy little grumpy boots mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Little grumpy, grumpy space boots on he got um, out of the wrong side of the sleeping pod yeah <laughs> he got he got out on the wrong side of someone's sleeping pod yeah he did <laughs> yeah uh, so um, Wes actually says Kaczynski should do all the calculations himself because the the assistant's so sick, and the assistant's like, "No, no, I do it." Like, all yeah. right, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's killing you, but okay. Uh, and when yeah. it doesn't start to work, the assistant starts to do his little phasing thing this time, uh, and this time Riker does notice. Yeah, Riker straight up, straight up looks, uh, and is confused. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this time, this time though, he, he, like the assistant, uh, collapses across, across the console, like in complete exhaustion. It was just like, I'm fucked. I'm done. I'm, I'm out, he, which he's I, I find a, he's toasted. I'm a little like bit concerned that he would put, you know, a whole sh crew of, you know, a whole ship of, mm -hmm. of humanoids at risk, just trying to like, you know, do the job, get it done. It's, uh, I feel like he's smart enough maybe to realize probably a bit of a break 
I feel like he probably should have just turned around and gone back rather than taking where they went. Like, I don't know yeah, how but this did... works. It's never explained. I don't know. Maybe, see, I think, I thought it was a mistake. Like, he meant to take them back, but he was so exhausted that he accidentally maybe just took them somewhere else. Oh. Well, I don't that, know how it works. I'm not Wesley. I don't no one know. knows how it works. It's made up. <laughs> um, yeah, Wesley probably knows what's going on. So yeah, it does Wesley look like they go to, like, ludicrous speed rather than, or they yeah. go to plaid speed or whatever it was from Spaceballs. Um, but the instruments say <laughs> that they're not going past warp one, 1.5. Yeah. Oh, and we forgot to mention like the crazy effect that happened last time. Like, wasn't there oh, like yeah. some weird, like, creepy effect when 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 the space when the when the space happened? When the space. <laughs> Wait happened. I mean, that's that's pretty space accurate. Space, space happens. When, <laughs> when the when the full speed ahead, like warp ten plus, happened, it was like this cool, you know, again another nineteen eighties trippy yeah. trippy, you know light show and now this time it's different everyone that's how we know it's fucked because people like you know they're blurring all together and like weird spatial phenomena keep streaking past like super fast and mm-hmm. and it's all light blurs and Picard again orders another stop and and freaks the fuck out and uh and the enterprise you know comes out of, of the wall once more and they have no they're still not back in their own galaxy they're completely somewhere else <laughs> They're somewhere it's, blue. It's, yeah, this, so they're basically in the in the blue galaxy. Like everything's yeah. blue, and there's like uh, shiny, twinkly lights floating around. It's like okay. Yeah, and 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 like at Data's best guess when Data gets hit up is uh, mm-hmm. they must just be at the edge of the known universe. So we don't know. <laughs> Nobody knows. It's a just billion it's years just... from their, their, billion light years from their galaxy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A billion, yeah, from the Milky Way. Yeah, it's fucking completely in the other direction. So fucking Kaczynski completely fucked up. Just completely fucked it. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that that did not yeah. go so well for anyone. He shot the bed on this one, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I feel like Riker now is warranted to be wearing Oh, yeah, there's, there's going to be a, a significant court-martial when they get back, if they get back. I mean, I hope so, because they're pretty chill with Kaczynski making such a fucking horrific blunder. Like, they're, they're still, no one's court-martialed, no one's thrown in the brig. They're just like, okay, so let's have a chat. Well, they let <laughs> they Wesley get away with know. mutiny earlier, so I, see, I don't see why Kaczynski should be any different. Yeah, I guess they have just have a different perspective on, like, what is, you know, um, uh, bad and good when it comes to scientific discovery and also... Uh, junked up high as fuck little kids or, or children. But yeah, I don't know. If I, yeah. Can, I, 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 I just sus- feel like there could be some sort of repercussions, maybe. <laughs> I suspect there's but, some uh, sort of like um, extenuating circumstances when shit just gets weird on a Starfleet vessel. And they're like, you know what? Something happened. We're just going to sweep it under <laughs> the rug. As long as you're not that- doing it again, it's okay. <laughs> That, it, that explains a lot of the lack of court-martialing um, in later episodes, for sure, when it comes yeah. to, I guess, new species in particular. <laughs> They're just like, mm-hmm. should we should we bring this up, maybe? No? Okay, we'll just never speak about it again? That's fine. That seems That's best. cool. That seems best for It's less paperwork for everybody. You know, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, definitely a, if it's fucked up, just let it be clause in, in everybody's contracts. But anyway. <laughs> Speaking of um, uh, things that are weird and fucked up, so Picard goes down to engineering to 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 deal with the problem himself, 
And then Worf notices uh, this spiky I don't get key. it done. I can't fucking... Yeah, yeah sorry. You will. Yeah, you will. Yeah, he knows. He knows this is his, he's just going to smack people around until they, they start working for him. But a, um, a spiky <laughs> pig shows up on the bridge and Worf's like, oh, that's the best thing ever. And he goes down and he pats it and it turns out... And oh, Yar's like, what, what the hell is that? I forgot about the spiky pig. Oh, the spiky it's pig. It's a spiky boar. It's like a yeah. little warthog or something. It's adorable yeah. and I love it. <laughs> it's a targ, according to Wolf. And it's the targ. Yes. Not only that, it's the targ he had when he was a child. Yes. Yes. It's it's like, yeah, it's so cute. It's like this, it's basically like a, a pig, but it's got like someone's hot glue gun. Oh, maybe, oh, hopefully not hot glue gun, but maybe just I, sticky tapes. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think they'd given it like, like a stick- coat. Yeah, like a little, oh, like a little one, like a, a a onesie, like those um, those dog costumes that you get, mm-hmm. <laughs> like dressing them up as um, as is yeah, fucking, it's so cute. Uh, but yeah, so he's he's like, oh, this is my this is my dog, my like my no dog no, he, it's from- like this this was a pet, and I'm like, yes, give Worf a pet, give Worf a pet, please. He needs more pets. He needs he more cute things, cute yeah. little angry pig boy, <laughs> pig things. Because uh, he tries to like pet it and it disappears, or yeah, or he pets it and then it just he kind of stands up and it just vanishes in front of him. But Yar's like that thing's a kitty cat, and then a cat oh, shows right. up for her. Yes. Oh no! And we get the scene. Oh, yeah. Where... Yeah, we get Fucking one of the hell. worst because she has again, a flashback by a cat. I know. And again, oh. the term wraith gang comes up because yep. she goes, she's stuck. Oh, and it's so fucked up. She's like. All, all, she's got like cuts and, and she's wearing this really tight revealing outfit. She's holding this cat and everything and she's all wet. And she's like in tunnels or something mm-hmm. like some mm-hmm. apocalyptic hellscape and there's like mm-hmm. people screaming trying to chase her and get her and she's like, run kitty, run as far away as you can. And then oh my god. Just oh it my concerns god. me. Like, yeah, it concerns like Jordy wakes her up and like explains she's okay. It concerns me that this is an episode written by two children's writers and they needed to bring back the rape gangs. I know. Why don't let the rape gangs die? Let it. Let, let's never hear that phrase again. We we don't like, need that phrase. No, no. But like, thankfully, it's all in her head. Like she comes, yeah. she snaps out of it. It's like I think LaForge or like some someone comes up and and grabs her and is like, "Are you okay?" And then and again. Secondly, don't just grab people. <laughs> Don't just grab people. But, like, he clearly thought something was up because she must have just been standing and staring into mid-space or something. But, like, yeah. fuck. And then and then she comes out of it and she's like, oh, I was being chased again by the Red Gangs when I was 17 was... or something. But, man, fuck, dude. Let... Jesus. This character's yeah, been through you, enough. Yeah, you bring <laughs> up the like... Rape Gangs so casually. I feel that... Please, oh. please don't. <laughs> like, yeah. get some therapy. Go to talk Troy. Go talk to Troy. Just yeah. a safe space. No, for Troy. they need to fucking. At this point, Star Trek Federation, like the Federation, should be paying for her therapy for sure. Like they should, they should not be letting her just like slide on by with this baggage <laughs> and trauma. Like, I'm sure they it. are. She seems no. pretty well. She seems more adjusted than I think most people would be. Yeah, but like, fuck. I mean, she took the casually. Like, imagine just like eating in the mess and just being, or eating on the, um, the observation deck, like <laughs> playing cards, like in the later seasons. Imagine if she came up and it was like, oh, this reminds me of the rape game. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Everyone's oh, like, wow. fuck, 
no, don't just, talk about this. Are you okay? Let's go to uh, let's go to Troy. Let's fucking discuss this. Uh, this is not okay. You should not be really bringing up this shit. Really. Not anyway, on a regular basis. Uh, anyway, um, so but other weird stuff is going on in the ship as well. There, there, this oh, isn't the only thing. It's not just cats and rape gangs in Targs. Uh, so yeah. as Picard's going down in the turbo lift, it opens up and he nearly steps out into open space. Oh yeah, we get like a very, a very spooky almost. Um, what's that? What's that really old TV show where? Uh, oh, like Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone. It's very Twilight Zone. Like yeah. the the special effects in this episode are like yeah. whoa, <laughs> crazy guys. Everybody, calm down. What's going on? You got a budget. <laughs> Uh, uh, but, but we yeah, also he, we also see a, a guy like he almost steps out and he's just like <gasps> freaking out and then he the doors open again and he's okay he's like down on a different layer of the ship uh but yeah. other weird stuff is going on like there's a, a guy who's playing with an 18th century quartet like um playing yeah a, he's he's playing a clarinet or something or uh, it's, def- it's definitely string instruments i think he's playing a violin oh. they've got cellos oh. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, my bad. Um, but that's what uh, this. And yeah, you're right. There, there was another ensign. I think she was like dancing ballet. She's doing ballet. Another, yeah. There's another, another two that are like running along, and they're like, "Captain, save us!" And he's like, "From what? From the thing following us?" And he like looks around the corner. And there's just nothing there. Yeah, it's really cool. That, that's one of the things I really like about this episode is that you get to see more of the like the crew members, like mm. just just living on their ship and a little bit more into their lives and what their interests are. Like this this um, this ensign, like in the cargo bay, dancing ballet. Like she does like a full like fucking set of pirouettes and like mm-hmm. in a, in a full outfit and costume. And then the Picard, like yeah, the Picard, sorry, Picard, the Picard. The like, what are you doing, the Picard? <laughs> Uh, he walks by and is like, Ensign, what are you doing? And she's like, what? And she like snaps out of it. And she's back in uniform. And it's like, that's really cool. I love that kind of shit. And the guy playing, yeah, like uh, uh, with, on the Mo- with like Mozart and the uh, mm. with the quartet. Like, it's it's really cool. I love those little insights to like what else is going on in the ship and not just on the main bridge. Like, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I really um, like that. So I would have liked to see more of it in the Naked Now as well. Like we did get a couple of elements where like where Data was saying, oh yeah, there was someone reading a limerick in the cargo bay. And it's like, that's that's cool. I'd have liked to see that as they were walking around rather than just see Yah making out with everyone. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. I, I kind of wanted to see more about, yeah, the, the regular goings on and, and the people behind it in the ship uh, in, in episodes like that where you, you see everybody go wild or like crazy or whatever and yeah. you only see the main like bridge crew or like some of the crew, bridge crew you don't see everybody I think it would have made sense to have something more like that in The Naked Now um, I love that The Naked yeah. Now has like become our benchmark for what a fun episode was oh no <laughs> no 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 for now but like for surely now. There. for now <laughs> Uh, and Picard also like the weird stuff that he's seeing he comes across his mother I'm assuming because he says oh, I mama. love this yeah mama mama <laughs> yeah my partner is French and like we were watching it <laughs> and then like and then Picard saying mama was like that's really funny just uh, yeah I don't think and did he then was... ask oh is he meant to be French yeah <laughs> it's like Jean-Luc yep that kind of yep that's he's supposed to be yep mm-hmm. yep, yep. uh huh that's uh, that's with me. <laughs> I did not understand a word of what was going on in this scene beyond he was seeing his mother and getting tea. Yeah, that's pretty much it. 
just he's 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 asking his mom like what are you doing here like what's going on uh and you know starts to talk to her yeah and, and she she's pretty much acting like his mom <laughs> his mom i guess like she's being I think like it's very of, clear we'll that see. she has i can't i actually don't know what she said <laughs> i, just I think that. it's very clear that she's died because he's yeah like, i think he says something like uh why are you here and she's like i'm always with you and it's like i know but normally i can't see you. or so, something along those lines and like that is this the end of the universe and just like well maybe this is where i've been all this time and i'm like what what i no maybe, maybe you it's can't like, just say know, lines maybe- no but like maybe it's like a it's just it's just a place it's just a, you know and i don't know it's just a place maybe it's just these memories of of maybe it's just bringing out his inner sort of yeah, memories of, of yeah. his mom and reforming them into like her ideology of like maybe she wasn't spiritual but maybe she just exists now in somewhat of an afterlife that she has you know thinks was true or something i I, I don't know. I, yeah, I have no idea. It feels, it's, it's, it feels very, um, yes, it's nonsensical. It feels very much, I am just your memory. I can give you no new information. Yeah. And I think that's what this, what the, from my understanding, that was what this sort of energy field, blue, crappy space is, is just sucking out, you know, thoughts and memories and things that become thoughts or are thoughts. And mm. Picard obviously memories and thoughts of his mom. And uh, and how she used to make his tea. I fucking mm-hmm. love that. That's that's, that's a good a, little little character nugget. Little that's a lovely back. touch because we haven't had him order tea yet. Oh. I know I know through co- uh, pop culture osmosis that Picard's super into Earl Grey tea. Hot, yes, hot. Um, but that <laughs> this is Earl obviously Grey. the this is this is obviously the um, origin of why he likes it. He used to have tea with his mother. Yeah, it's sweet. It's a it's a great little character note that I, I yeah. really appreciate. But, but yeah, it's it's so yeah, it's 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 just a little character plot filler. Like I don't think it really has any particular special meaning. But I no, love that. No. Like I, I like little things like this. Though, that's good character build. Those are good. Sorry to interrupt. It's good to um, no. use this in not creating characters, but have those little touches in games as well. Like, this isn't something yeah. that's vital for the story, but it adds to your character and it adds to you figuring out where your character's coming from. Like, yes. just a little touch. It can just be, this is a an item that was given to me by my family. And it's like, okay, well, if you carry it with you everywhere, what does that mean about your connection with family? Yeah, yeah. And it adds to the season and the series as a whole. And I think it would also add, like, a lot to, yeah, your character playing in a game and a campaign, like, for sure. And and things that you can remember and bring in like later down the line, like it just it just builds these yeah it's just great I love it oh, mwah, chef's kiss fantastic. But um, unfortunately, Riker interrupts and um, yes, and she vanishes. I love there's a little moment where Picard just like just just give me a minute just yeah speaking to my mama. <laughs> yeah, it's like I just saw my dead mother. I just need a moment, Riker. Just yeah, chill. Yeah. Um, and then he calls a red alert. Yep. Like something is going wrong. Uh, and so we go to the med bay where Beverly's scanning mm-hmm. the assistant and That's Picard right. just kind of right. goes on the PA and is like, so everything we're thinking is becoming a reality. So don't think of anything. <laughs> just just don't think, everyone. No thinking. Yeah. No thinking allowed. I think we'll all get along if no thinking happens. <laughs> it feels like um, like the end of Ghostbusters. 
where they're like, choose your destruction. And there's like, don't think of anything. It's like, well, how do you do that? How do you not think of anything? It's not even not thinking of a specific thing. It's like, don't think of anything. It's like, all right. Don't don't think like, and everybody's nodding along with it. Like, you you know, we, we go, we get the shots of the people, of the members in the, um, that we've seen along the way. And they're all just like nodding. Like it makes sense. Like, okay, we won't think good idea like what the fuck i would yeah. i would literally be like mouth agape like looking up being like what the fuck Picard? what is this what do you mean don't think i'm immediately going to be thinking about everything i shouldn't be thinking about like mm-hmm. it's like he should have <laughs> just he feels like he's just just pulled the trigger on a significant explosion oh. on the ship it's like everyone is going to be freaking out right now yeah, you've just made the situation significantly worse. I would have just let people be, yeah, pretending they were in the ballet again or, like, you know, playing yeah. playing in a, in a string quartet. I would not be telling them not to think about the worst things they could possibly think of because, fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus um, and so Picard confronts Kaczynski because he's still on the opinion that Kaczynski did this all. He's like, what did you do? What did you do? And Riker's like, no, no, it wasn't him. It was the assistant. Because uh, I like yeah. this moment for Kaczynski because he's like, I thought it was me. Yeah, I, I was the it, one who was actually doing these things. I really like the way he's acted this because you you yeah. sympathize with him. You don't want to, but you do because he looks so shook up. He's like, I I, I thought it was, but I kind of knew deep down it wasn't me. Like you get yeah. that impression that he kind of knew, but he just like, really he hoped. Still, he really hoped and like he thought he was on the right track, but he had no idea. And it's like, mm. dude, you're, you fuck me. Oh my god. He, he made it relatable, which I didn't think he would, but yeah, that actor was great. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, he's just he's fucked us. He, I mean, he's fucked the he's fucked everybody. He basically just well, you know. No, yeah. you know what? It's not on Kaczynski. Like they just did a <laughs> it, test and it didn't go well, and then a mistake was made. It, it's like Kaczynski he, did, wasn't doing anything wrong. He he kind of was though. He knew this assistant was he he like secretly he knew he wasn't in control. Uh, and he continued with the appearance that he was, letting mm. everybody else believe that he knew he was talking about. Uh, and he, yeah, he let the assistant sort of use use Starfleet to travel around the way he wanted to travel. Because we learned, yeah, the assistant yeah. was the one obviously moving the ship. We know that. The audience knows that. Fucking Wesley knows that. Riker knows that. We all know this. Now. Uh, and finally, Picard gets it. And then, yeah, so, he, yeah, basically... Well, does the assistant wake up or do they force him to wake up? No, they don't wake him up yet. Basically, Riker points out that Wes noticed the whole phasing thing. Yeah, so good on you, Riker. Sticking up for the boy. Yeah, and and it specifically says, I didn't listen to him. It's like, I should have. So good on Riker for admitting when he was wrong. But that's when Beverly's like, yes, it doesn't matter what's going on. The assistant's dying. So they move him to a different CAT scanner. Um, mm. And basically, he's just like, I don't know what's wrong with him, but he's exhausted and can't do anything. And Wesley shows up, mm. uh, and obviously, everyone's like, Wesley, get out of here! We don't, we don't want you here, boy. And he's like, My name is Wesley. <laughs> yeah, I'm Wesley, sir. My name is Wesley, and he's my friend. It's like, oh mm. fuck. So oh, this is this sense. is when they insist on waking the the. Well, we learn that his name is the Traveler. Yeah. Um, and he kind of explains his what his deal is. Yes, um, and he has an attachment to the boy. So the boy, um, Wesley, the boy, Wesley, the boy. 
Um, but yeah, he tells the, he tells everybody basically he shouldn't be there. Um, yeah, he's and, he's there and, to experience their reality. It's like he's he's a traveler, but yeah. he doesn't actually want to go anywhere. He's just like curious and like, all right, so you just kind of travel without a destination. That makes sense. But he trades knowledge of propulsion for transport on Starfleet vessels. So obviously he's doing yeah. something to the the ships. Yeah, but like Kaczynski was just his cover. Like he he so Kaczynski must have known to some degree that he wasn't moving. Like he wasn't responsible for any of the of the of the ship moving propulsion. Yeah. Uh, you know knowledge it was it was all the assistant um so so yeah he 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 was just like well yeah this is what i've been doing and uh, you know i have my reasons but i didn't mean for you to be fucked up and sort of stranded out in the middle of nowhere so uh so if i can i mean i guess i'll try and get you home like Mm. because like could could you could you reverse it could you get us back and he's like i guess i'll try i don't know we'll see how it goes but uh but all of this stuff doesn't make any sense to me like they're just saying thought is the basis of all reality and because he's like no that just sounds like magic and picard's like no i understand like no you don't you're just making <laughs> bullshit up to get this guy to bring you home because you're just the guy at the back being like yeah no i get it yeah 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 yeah, yeah yep, well, that'll uh, work yeah yeah that'll um, work. Yep. <laughs> but, no magic. also the whole thing with like oh humans aren't meant to be here yet because you're not ready yeah. and he's like are you from another time yeah but also no space fantasy at this point like it's just yeah. you know shit happens because because magic in space and and technology and it's These such are... a far distant future oh and this and by the way this dude he's so far from the future like so not in the future but also space and whatever time he's got mm. these he's got these muppet hands they're like yep. he's got like, like three fingers you know, He's got three fingers, but he's, it's those weird gloves, like the big, chunky, fleshy gloves, like mm. <laughs> that just look so silly. And like, if if you're just gonna make them look humanoid anyway, with like some face bumps, well, why mm-hmm. give them these weird hand doodads? Like, just let them because have that- hands. Like, not pushing it that far. And so, I don't know. It just seems like a weird costume choice. But that's uh, extra alien. Oh, he's extra different, extra, extra alien. I mean, we can get into the, we can get into the whole thing about humans finding anything that's not pendactical, pendactical, pendactical? What is it when we've got five fingers? Pendactyl, pendactyl. Anything that doesn't, that isn't pendactyl, like really alien, we don't like it, which is why the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are monsters. Uh, And that. Yeah, I thought they were mutants, but anyway. They are mutants, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway that's that's like a whole other thing it's like what what thing do we find weird but uh, here's my reason why i think he's got more um the 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 big gloves as hands and it kind of ties in with what Riker's is saying he's like well if you visited before why is there no record of you and the traveler says because we haven't visited before until now humans were boring oh, he's and like that's like, why yeah, humans boring. Human, humans are kind of shit so we just haven't yeah. really bothered with you until you can figure out you know like basic warp drive and then we kind of i don't even think it's that i don't know he he doesn't say why he just kind of says until now you've been uninteresting it's like what well what's different now you got to explain some shit i assumed it was just the warp drive because like he's using you know basically is like free taxis like an uber kind of system where you just kind of jump on (laughs) you don't pay for it except he's not going anywhere 
But like maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe he is. Maybe he was just going home, like from mm. I don't know, for mm. for for a little holiday or something. Like it, we don't really learn anything about his purpose except for like nothing. he just wanted, he just wanted to like chill with humans for a little bit or like this in this galaxy for a time. Like there's no yeah. real like understanding or anything. He brings nothing to the table except for some like very flaky, weird warp drive like. He's a bit sus, for sure. Uh, this is where it feels like that 1970s new age of the star man waiting in the sky kind of thing. Like the yeah, took the wrong message from 2001 Space Odyssey. Yes. Yeah, it does feel very new agey, space agey. It's like aliens will come down and talk to us and tell us about our place in the universe, but only when we're ready and we should keep doing the things we're doing and thinking about aliens. And, and like, time yeah. and space are the same, but like and thought. thought oh, my God. <laughs> and oh, you it's... can change space and reality with your thought. It's like, mm, what kind of crystals are you got going on <laughs> Are there? you smoking? <laughs> are you? Oh, yeah. Well, so no, I just meant like, <laughs> what kind of crystals do you collect? Like, yeah, yeah. It sounds like that's beige hippie kind of like. And yeah. now we will do some tantric yoga and chill on our uh, fucking I don't know mats and chuck crystals places, and we'll just have a good time. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you will. But yeah. uh, it's it's just so it wow. frustrates me. No lack of answers frustrates me, and that's just maybe me. Um, you know what? That I get it. I also yeah. at this point was a little bit okay. That's that's I'm out. Like that's fine. That's okay. We we get it. But cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yes. Yeah, so, uh, so so he passes out. And he um, oh that's right. They try it again, and he passes out. He's just like yeah. everyone's like, well, fuck this. This was, I mean, I feel like to be expected to a point, like, come on. He said he was, he, he looked tanked. Like, yeah, he was he's pretty he messed was, up. He was wrecked. Mm. He, I feel like Crusher should have given him a little bit more, you know, they're not in any real move to get going, except that, you know, some people, um, oh, I guess actually no true Picard kind of escalated the situation by telling people not to think about the things. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Picard's put a time limit on, on how long he can, they've got. It's like, we're going to get home now because everything's about to just collapse. Someone's going to imagine that there's a hole in the side of a ship and we're all going to die. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, they wake um, him back up again and yeah, they do they explain. forcefully wake him up. Yeah, they, like a, his neck they and wake him I, up I'm guessing like adrenaline know? or something. Yeah, but fuck. Anyway. Yeah, it's not great. It's, uh, anyway, he, he no. says, I need to speak with Picard alone. And says Yeah. That the reason that I travel is because of the boy, Wesley. I I <laughs> you must encourage him without interfering because he's like uh, Mozart. Yeah, somebody who compare, does all these amazing things. Mozart. You're you're something similar to in your in your uh, like history the Mozart. It's like it, only instead of music, what has or, or possibly like will maybe have like the ability to manipulate time and space. And, See, like, I just went. He's so, like he's Mozart, but for science and spaceships. Yeah, he's Mozart for the space and the thought yeah. and the time. He's like he's like the cool ma- brain boy. He's the brain boy who will do the brain things, and he's like he's like creepishly. It's like oh, I don't know something about this, like the way he performs. This guy, he like My- he, was, he 
ah, oh, this fever, like when we were talking about fever dream before, like it yeah. reminds me of this dude because like, it's just like a close up of him, like struggling to convey to Picard, like how special Wesley is. And Picard is just sort of like, like looking at him, like frowning, like, yep. yep. <laughs> the sure. <boy. laughs> there's, there's an intensity to it. Like almost yeah. a desperation. It's like, you must do this or the world is in trouble. But also and, like this creepy kind of smiley, like he's like smiling and sweating and like like nodding, like trying to get Picard on board, and it's yeah. kind of just like it feels like a, like I don't know, just very very strange, very uncomfortable. It makes what, me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> what also makes me uncomfortable is the fact to like encourage him, but tell him nothing, never let him yeah. know about this, and it's like yeah, that's How that's fun? a little weird. Like maybe don't tell Picard that at all. Just say, yeah, encourage we... the boy and don't tell him how special he is. Yeah. Why say, why say don't tell him any of it? That sounds kind of freaky and a yeah, little bit manipulative. I, I don't like it. It's, I, I can't quite put my finger on why it skeeves me, but it does. Yeah, it does. It's very skeevy. I find that weird now, now knowing that this was written by people like, or, or um, writers who, you know, write for kids shows. I find this an interesting sort of little point to add in, like throw in there and like, why was this needed? But anyway. Well, I think, so. I think in a kid's show, it's not as skeevy for one thing. It's just a little bit of your sp- children, you are special. Yeah. But, but don't get children, big head. Special, don't get a big head. But you sh- yeah, don't get a big head. You shouldn't know why you're special, but you are special. You're unique. Yeah. <laughs> you're different. Yeah. It's still of that like perspective that like, oh, you're, uh, you're, you're unique, you're special uh you're you're great and i give you all of this you can do anything you want go get them kids do do the thing it's that kind of 90s everybody's super 80s like proactive say no to drugs yeah it's 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 something but anyway god takes that nugget of information and then uh hurries off to the bridge yes Um, where he's he's on his way he saves a man who's been trapped by fire Oh, um, yeah, and some of the best acting I've seen in a while. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of trapped by his own, like, own fire, his own brain fire that he's created. He, and, and scream. My... <laughs> he's just screaming at it, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking weird. And then Picard helps him, and then he's like, phew, I, and Picard's like, okay, now fuck off. And, Picard's, and the guy's like, I will. And he, like, weirdly walks off. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. bad. He... I, I had a problem with this scene because Picard's like, no, just think of the fire gone and it will be. I'm like, no, tell him to think of a fire extinguisher. Yeah, that seems like the obvious solution here. Oh, a big bucket of water or something to throw at it. Like, yeah. think of that. Hey, why, why think it away when you can just think of the solution? <laughs> like, it's just that, uh, I don't know. It's oh. silly. I mean, it's I silly. love the idea for, for adventures and RPGs where you've got a, a um adventure in the realm of thought. Like it yeah. is more like this, like you move by thinking and it's a lot more surreal and you like the yeah. creatures that you attack, because most of the time we talk about D and D and it's mostly fighting things that when you attack it, it doesn't do anything because you're not fighting it the way you need to fight it. Like yes. you think of like you're coming across you need a fire to think elemental. of the solution to fight it. That's yeah, like yeah. you need to come up with an idea. It's like, well, what if I throw a bucket of water on it? It's like, well, roll your intelligence check. See if you're got that presence of will to do that rather than mm. just I stab it with the sword. Yes, because it is more about will as well as thought and train of thought. Because speaking of that and how, and how something like that or something similar to this sort of like idea that you can use thought as like 
this external kind of, sort of like negative factor. It reminds me of a short story written by George R. R. Martin because he used mm. to do sci-fi originally. Mm. Like he wrote like pr- predominantly sci-fi, and I would contest that he still does write sci-fi, and that Westeros <laughs> is 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 on a planet that is a planet. Also, anyway, it's a whole other like conspiracy theory sort of like fun thing that I like to think about. But uh, he wrote a story called The Glass Flower, and in that in for some to some degree there's this use of um will like uh, the the characters have to go through this like trial and they have to go through it like mentally and it's a whole thing of like you create your own like uh, you create your own prop like issues and problems and like um uh shit in your brain that could attack you and kill you and potentially uh, make you fail and and it's great because it's all like uses anyway I was trying to think of a good example of how that was done and written in a better way than I think it was portrayed in this where you yes. just get all the fire in front of me and now I have to think it away like yeah it's done a little exactly but if you if anybody wants to give it a read I would highly recommend it there's actually even an audio book by um that is read uh or an audio audible version of the glass flower read by claudia black which is amazing claudia Ooh, black was good. in fastscape yeah, yeah. Claudia amazing. she was in um pitch black too oh. oh my god she's so good i love her voice it's like rich and mahogany so oh i know she's so oh fuck okay. anyway um, okay we'll stop gushing over uh, claudia black <laughs> my bad uh but, well here's a, here's a, a tie-in a nice little segue that now as they try to fix the ship, Picard basically goes on the PA again and tells everyone to gush over the traveler, like focus all your thoughts on him and yeah. send well wishes. Think how great he is and how special he is. And I'm like, like think about him, love him, show him love, show him oh. like just just you know, give him give him strength and, and think good thoughts. And it's like, what the fuck? What has oh this God. turned into? This reminds Ugh. me. Okay, so Grant Morrison. When they were writing, um, oh, I think it was The Invisibles. I think it was about 95 that the book was about to get cancelled. And in the mm. letters page, they they um, wrote, hey, we're getting cancelled. And there's like a really good way that you you as readers can get it to, to keep going. You have to like clear your mind and send us good energy and send all these things through. And one of the best ways to do that when you really have an empty mind is post-orgasm. So you need to masturbate to help us keep to stick around. Oh, my Jesus Christ. That the is ser- legitimately the next level. Wow. Yeah, the series like, continued for another five years. So What the fuck? I don't know if it worked, but every time someone's like, send your energy out into the universe, I think of Grant Morrison getting readers to masturbate to keep the book alive. Wow. Wow. That's that's an impressive that's an impressive use of media to get someone to masturbate like i'm that's uh, that happened (laughs) so yeah there's this whole thing with like think how great the traveler is and i i like the trap the traveler does then go kazginski i need you to help as well (laughs) me me you need me it's like yes like there seems to be this um like this thing that we don't get to see that kazinski and the traveler were friends like they work yeah, together well, a lot. Like there seems like to be a connection with them. Yeah, cause, uh, the traveler like sympathized with Kaczynski and, and kind of. I, I feel like this is a nice sort of like, I don't know, uh, and something nice for the traveler to do is make him feel like he's he's you know useful or like has yeah. a use. And 
function. But, but I think also... since he just took took that and ran with it too far, but like it's yeah, it makes you feel even more sympathetic to him, which sucks because yeah. I don't want to because he's an arrogant <laughs> prick, but like also kind of nice and jeez. That <laughs> there is this moment, like it feels like Kaczynski had an idea and the traveler went, yeah, that's kind of right. And Kaczynski just rolled with it. And now he's had everything shut down and basically his world fallen out. Like it was never really you that was doing these things. And now yeah. the travelers give him a chance to say, Hey, that wasn't you, but you're still needed and you can still do things. You just need to figure out what you're good at. Yeah. And like, there was a point, like I think at the beginning when he was talking to the traveler was talking to Wesley where uh, Wesley was asking, is, is all of it a lie? Or like, have you, have you, is, is like Kaczynski's part in this like understanding of this all a lie. And the yeah. traveler's like, no, he kind of gets it. Like he gets a little bit of it, but not to the point where you do Wesley, because he also is cool special. and special. And special boy. Uh, and yeah, so I feel like there's that. Yeah. It's, it's nice. He kind of, he 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 pushes Kaczynski to think a little bit further than I I I think he would have on yeah. his own. Like thinking that he knew exactly what was happening or going on. But like I find that it's a bit shit on the traveler's part to be like, yeah, you get it, okay, cool, and not sort of try and rein him in a bit or try and explain it more. Or if maybe that yeah. was just Kaczynski like attitude to just sort of push things to the next level and be I don't know. It's it's I guess we'll never know. But yeah, this is nice. It's, I feel like him being like nice you can touch. you can help. You just sit at the console. You just press a few buttons. You you look like you're doing something. Go on, give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, but of course, the person who who saves the day in this regard is Wesley. It's fucking always Wesley. It's always Wesley, Wesley. Crush. Crush it, Wesley crushing it. Wesley uh, crushing it. Even even um, as the travelers like everything's starting to work and everyone's focusing on it, but. The traveler's like fading. He's not phasing. He's actually like fading out. And then Wesley reaches over and squeezes his hand. And the traveler kind of smiles and squeezes it back and gets the energy to do it again. It's like creepy, but okay. Yeah, it is a bit creepy. I find this relationship between like a grown, you know, adult or grown alien, man, a grown alien, and like a young boy kind of odd. And I don't know why. Yeah. Like, I guess, I guess past. I the mean, there's 80s, a whole bunch of reasons. There's a whole bunch of reasons, but like, it seems innocent, but like also it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Like it's a little yeah. creepy, but, yeah. but anyway, he fades anyway, back. He, he fades he out. He finds the will through Wesley. He finds the will the through Wesley. Wesley. That's, will through Wesley. Uh, <laughs> and they get, they're back where they started. Yeah, they made it. But yeah. then, then he phases out completely, doesn't he? He completely yeah. Disappears. Yeah, he disappears. Everybody looks around and Wesley's like confused and lost. And, sad. and he's like, my friend. And sad uh, he was my friend yet, he was my friend but now he's gone where we don't know did he die who knows <laughs> is he gone to another dimension possibly like it's just that kind of cute little uh like mm. very 80s whimsical yes -ish. yes oh he's dead it is. It's just, <laughs> he he, you know he's died he's gone back all of his atoms are scattered into the universe and we're never going to see him again Sorry about yeah, that, Wes. No, it was you, in fact. You, you killed you him. You all killed him. Like, you pushed him to the brink of his existence, and now he, <laughs> yeah. can't, he couldn't survive that. And, like, and in 300 years, when you're meant to be there, the rest of his species are going to be like, you killed the only person that we sent down. So you forced him. You're in a, you're you. a, lot, of, you're a lot of problems now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, maybe uh, that's happened. We don't know. Uh, but Wesley gets called to the bridge, and um, yeah. he gets a, a well done from Picard. Jesus. 
I I do. I mean, it does feel like this was an entire 40 minutes just to allow Wesley to sit on the bridge. But I really like this little back and forth between Riker and Picard when when Picard says, why don't you sit here at the control, Wesley? And Riker's like, no, no, he can't because you forbade it. He's like, oh, oh, yes, I did. Oh, that's frustrating. And they come up with like a little loophole to allow um, allow Wesley to to be allowed on the bridge now. Well, they make him a fucking ensign, don't they? Yeah, like acting uh, ensign. An acting ensign. So they basically, they, they're basically giving him like the start of his career, like yeah. an intro into Starfleet. Like it's 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 a lot. It's 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 a lot from he initially like what two episodes ago was 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 mutiny. doing a soft mutiny. Like yeah. now he's like, yeah, I guess we'll make you acting ensign because I don't know, you're cute and you hang around. <laughs> And you've done stuff. You you mm-hmm. believed, you know, you saw one thing and uh, and tried to tell people uh, and people like Riker and he would shut you down hard. Um, mm-hmm. But you tried, so we'll make you, we'll give you a duty roster and, and tell yeah, you. Yeah, I like that there's a duty roster. It's like, no, you're going to be working. It's like, this yeah, that's cute. Yeah, this isn't you just getting to hang out on spaceships. You're working on this thing. No. Yeah, you got to. But that's what he wanted. He just wanted to, yeah. he wants to learn the ship because he's a fucking nerd and we love him. Like the most important thing is, yeah, you're right. The whole episode is okay. Wesley takes a seat on the bridge, and now we can resume. Everybody, let's go. Yeah. Continue now, on with. Now we have <laughs> more stories because we can have Will Wheaton on the bridge with everybody else. We don't have to keep explaining why Eggs. he's there. It's like he's an acting ensign. He's allowed there now. Yeah, he's earned his place. Why? Because of the one thing he did this one time. <laughs> we'll I... ignore the. Beauty. We'll ignore everybody... everything else he did. Yeah. We'll ignore everything else he did. We'll like, yep. We'll even yeah. We'll even ignore shit that comes on later. But well, yeah, uh, he's an uh, acting uh, ensign now. Now he falls under the umbrella of weird shit happened. It was extenuating circumstances. Exactly. That's the clause. He can get away yep. with it now. Yep. Oh, uh, so that is the end of that, um, that episode. Yep. Uh, and that it's coming to the ep- end. Of, that was that episode. We got through it, <laughs> thankfully. Oh my god! And no one uh, brought up the traveler after that as well. Sorry, just to add no that. No one the mentions end. it. Ag- look, no one mentioned the traveler. <laughs> look, Picard was told never mention it again, so he did. He never did. It's like I'm done. Never talk about it. Just never talk about that again. Never use any of the readings that we found while we were there. Never think about that warp speed again. Just we're we're done. We're done. Yep. This is um, yep. Don't tell Starfleet. Don't tell nobody. Redact <laughs> it's, the whole it's, thing. Redact. 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 Hearsay. It's hearsay. Objection. <laughs> <laughs> there is one last thing that we do on our on uh, this podcast before we say goodbye, and that is pick we a character do. from this episode that we just watched and talk and basically decide whether we make them into a PC or an NPC in one of our games. Um, and I know I've got mine ready. Uh, Nina, do you have yours? You go first because okay. I forgotten i know i spoke about it at the beginning but uh <laughs> i i cannot remember <laughs> well my pick uh is kaczynski um i do have a, a habit of picking the guest stars and the character actors because they're usually the most interesting but i like him both as a pc and an npc i think kaczynski is someone who you could easily make a pc because he has those moments of sympathy at the end you could mm. have them just be this blowhard bard who really believes like i am the greatest and everything like no one is as smart as me and having that attitude and slowly starting to come around like oh maybe i could have the the rest of the party help me on some occasions and 
Yeah, I like that that sort of attitude for a player character. But as an NPC, he's a really good antagonist to keep putting obstacles mm. in the party's way. And he's not actually a bad person, just very self-centered. And he yeah. does have skills that will help the party in certain situations. So you don't really want to just stab him and be done with it. It's like, yeah, we can convince him to help and whether we convince him by appealing to his better nature or feeding into his his entitlement and feeding into his ego, then you still have someone who sticks around and is useful sometimes. Mm, yeah, I agree. He's yeah, it's it's it would be a really fun character to play as a DM, playing as an mm. NPC. Mm. Um because you've got that arrogance like to sort of to sort of push like infuriate and push the 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 players along a little bit with this blind kind of like arrogance of the character being like no i know what's best i know this this is new this is new technology you've never seen this before you've never done this before this is mind bending like this is all you know fucking this is this is crazy but with the with the sort of more nuanced i guess feel of he genuinely believes himself like he genuinely thinks he's just to some degree he think he, he thinks he knows what he's talking about but then yeah. you know having a, Later on in the story, having him come to realize that actually, it's uh, it's 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 not as he as he thought, and uh, he actually knows nothing. I and, think that uh, is key, like that ego. That, that that he does so, truly believe that he's doing the right thing. Yeah, but that's I think some of the main like biggest insights is like um and the biggest antagonist, like the best antagonist, is that they truly believe what they're doing is right. Um, and then I think what separates um, an antagonist from a villain is the antagonist who thinks that they're doing what is right is open to the idea that they might be wrong and might be able to come around or not not open to it but can be convinced otherwise whereas the villain is like no I am right and everyone else is wrong and I will never be convinced yeah yeah I think when like shown proof that something is not as they had initially thought i think yeah you're right a good antagonist would be like well fuck i fucked that up jesus yeah. <laughs> or like holy fuck my whole world is like broken but a villain will just like flat out be like nope 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 fuck this fuck you fuck you all i am right and i will uh i will stand by that yeah that's that's true i think i will also have to go with kaczynski because yeah uh, i don't think yeah, I don't think he shows up again, and I think he's. I think maybe not. Oh, maybe for a play character, but more so an NPC. Because yeah, I think I agree with you on all those points. Like, I really just like that sort of um, that sort of balance in that character of of yeah. of yeah, wanting to do the right thing, but also not having like the capabilities. And yeah, I think that's. I think you could play that really cool as a DM, and it'd be really fun and a really cool way to like move the story along for the players. And yeah. I think it's he's a, he's a cool character, for sure. Yeah, well done, Kaczynski. It's it, we, we're yeah. able to tolerate you. We are able to tolerate your presence. We didn't love you. We kind of hated you, but we liked you, the, the person who played you. He was great. That's great. I think every every show's got to have a person that you hate. You know, like you really yeah. don't like. But you, you're sure. allowed to hate because they're not that bad. They're like not the the worst person in the universe. Yeah, they're just kind of shit. Just a little yeah. bit shit. Yeah. So that is our episode for today. Um, if you're interested in subscribing, that would be great. Then you could listen to us every week because next week we're going to be talking about the lonely among us. 
uh, episode six, which I'm going to assume is a wharf episode because he's probably the most lonely person on the ship. Oh yeah, he doesn't get touched. I think we <laughs> we yeah. established that. Yeah, this is why he wanted. Now. This is why he wanted the tag so badly. He just Aww, wanted something to hug. Just a little fuzzy thing to hold. Yeah. Aww. Um. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. I'm gonna look it up right now and see if it is. Uh, see if it is. We'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, but you can subscribe to us on all platforms that podcasts are found. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram, which is at dndntvpod. And if you chuck an at gmail at .com on the end of it, you can reach email as well, uh, which we'd love to hear uh, your thoughts. If you can explain what the fuck was going on in this episode, um, that would be really yeah, great. I'd appreciate it. We would like to we would be yeah, well, I also would appreciate it. that would be great because what the fuck yeah I, <laughs> I see why it was made I get it uh, but like also now after talking about it I do understand why it was why you why you disliked it so much yeah, Jeremy it I was, just found it so frustrating yeah it, like, it's, it, it even comes down to does it matter that the engines at the start were fixed like what was going on there? Were they getting better? It's like why did the the Enterprise's engines not get better? It does it everything that set the episode up did not matter. It's like it just yeah. it did not matter. Anyway, that I could rant on for the rest of the afternoon, but I shan't. Yeah. I shall. So it's, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> just just quickly, just one more question. So does that mean the Enterprise isn't the fastest ship now? In the in the because there were two there were two beforehand there were the yeah two the Ajax and the Fearless. And yeah, the Ajax and Felix. Um, Fearless, sorry. Uh, so they're they're better now. Than they're better than the they were. I don't think they're better than the Enterprise. I think it improved their but, engines, not like made them the best engines. Uh, and that's why Riker uh, was like, they're they're older ships, so any improvements like still, still good, but Excelsior it's not class. us. Yeah, it's still Excelsior class ships, though. I mean, they weren't that much older than the Enterprise, just like yeah. by. <laughs> Anyway, okay, anyway, the real look, question. <laughs> there's so yeah, many the plot holes. So many plot holes. <laughs> it's a weird one. But um, at least we know that Wesley's the boy no longer. He is That's right. Ensign Wesley. And, Acting um, Ensign Wesley. Acting Ensign Wesley. Wesley crushing it. Gotta live it. Gotta love it. Um, Gotta love all right. It. Well, yeah. Th- <laughs> thanks, everybody. Sorry, yes. I'll, I'll stop talking now. But, <laughs> Thank uh, you for listening. Thank you, Nina, for coming on the show. Um, and until oh, next yeah. time. Until next time, uh, stay safe, be kind to yourselves, and may all your hits be crits.